Are you tired of being told what to think and how to act? Well, you are not alone. In case you haven't realized it, you have an internal GPS. It knows all you need to know about how to live your life. So it's about time you stopped letting the media and the government tell you what is true for you. In fact, it is exactly that time. It's time to think for yourself. And here to make sure you're doing just that is your host, mediator, author, and lawyer, Carol Gold. Hi, it's Wednesday, August 10th. I'm Carol Gold, and welcome to Think for Yourself. I wonder if you ever thought that you might learn something, even wisdom, from a whale. Actually, practical information that you could apply in your own life from a whale. I'm going to share with you what I think is priceless information right now that we can take away from taking a minute to look at whales. Whales have been around, they've been in existence for over 50 million years. And there's something interesting about them. They have to be conscious at all times in order to breathe. A whale can't afford to fall into an unconscious state for too long, because if they do, then they obviously will not breathe and won't get what they need to continue to exist. We humans can take away a really important lesson from that. And it's not about breathing, but it is about freedom. Because freedom, in a sense, can be likened to the breath. And that whale needs to stay conscious in order to, let's say, apply or appreciate or be the beneficiary of that breath. Well, we humans need to stay conscious in order to maintain freedom. It's not something that you can afford or I can afford to assume or take for granted that it will always be here. Throughout most of human history, it's been more common that freedom has been absent than that it's been present. And one of the most extraordinary examples of its presence and its application and the benefits that flow from it are here in the United States. But we have, I think, gone unconscious for too long. And while we were doing that, other people who remained conscious enough to realize that they had an opportunity. And that opportunity was to undermine the very foundation of this country to undermine what freedom, of what liberty is all about. One of the most important ingredients necessary to live free is the due process clause of the U.S. Constitution. The due process clause guarantees that there are certain process that must go through in order to pursue both incrimination and prosecution and in conviction of anyone for a crime. When you don't have due process, then you get people banging on your door in the middle of the night and dragging you out and either having a mock trial that has really no meaning, convicting you and shooting you by firing squad, or whatever the mode of death of the moment is for those in power, to be used against those who are powerless because there is no due process, or you get a slow creep of the loss of those other characteristics that are inherent in something like the U.S. Constitution that surrounds and supports 
the implementation and the continuation of the due process clause. On this episode, I almost don't know where to begin. As I listen to the news, you know, I don't want to get bogged down because you're going to be able to do that in so many other places about what happened to Donald Trump. And whether you're a Democrat or Republican, your perception of what just happened to Donald Trump is different. From one extreme, which is just stupidity like Stephen Colbert, who I think yesterday said that Christmas came early because we all got the present we wanted. The FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. The other extreme where people are saying that all sorts of violations have taken place from the moment he came down that escalator in 2016. From that moment to now, it's been nonstop prosecution and persecution of this man and his family. So there are the two extremes, right? But I don't want to get hung up on Donald Trump. I want to get hung up on actually the process. Because what happened at Mar-a-Lago, the importance of what happened at Mar-a-Lago isn't about Donald Trump. It's actually about you. And the reason it's about you is this. There's now talk that there was a mole in Mar-a-Lago, a mole in the ex-president of the United States' personal home who was feeding information to those who have been determined to persecute and prosecute him. That mole facilitated the raid. It facilitated the ongoing weaponization because due process has been thrown out the window. There is no reason to pull up with 20-some vehicles and 30 or 40 or however many FBI agents there were. There was no reason to do that to get what they wanted. They could have done it by subpoena. And they had been in negotiations with him since February over this. And they had been in his home once before. And they had padlocked a room. The fact that they went through Melania Trump's closet, her clothing, that was not part of the warrant. Whatever that warrant allowed them to do, it got them in the door. Now, admittedly, once they're in the door... Even if why they were going in wasn't what they told the court, and they shouldn't have been lying to the court, but even if they were, and they somehow got in, meaning they gave the court a narrow allegation of what they believe the evidence was that they would find, and then they told the court where they thought that evidence would be, that's what they would have to do to get a warrant. So let's assume it was sufficient for the judge, and that's a whole other issue because the judge has a whole Democratic Party connection history, and including defending Jeffrey Epstein, if you can believe it, this judge, the magistrate, who authorized the warrant. Assuming he had a valid reason to authorize that warrant, once they were in there, then they're allowed to stumble on things. They're allowed to find things they didn't go in def, you know, deliberately to look at based on the parameters of the warrant. That's just the nature of the beast. That's how it happens. Once they're in there, they can say, oh, and look what we found, by the way. And that's really probably why they were in there. They were probably in there for January 6th material, looking for the January 6th committee to finally find something on this guy that they haven't been able to find in how long? What, five years now? Five and a half years? But even if that was all valid, there was a mole in this man's private home cooperating with a weaponized federal government, certainly weaponized agencies within the federal government. 
I said this wasn't about Trump, it was about you. And that's because you have an iPhone, or you have smart appliances in your home, or you have a camera on your laptop, you have GPS in your car, you have a mole in your home, you have a mole in your life that every day provides information much more and to a greater depth than you can even imagine to the federal government, to these agencies that have been weaponized. And when you begin to dismiss the need for due process, when you begin to weaponize federal agencies, you become you. I'm talking to you, to every single American citizen and actually wherever you're listening in the world. It's the vital importance of due process. Once you begin to remove that from the criteria that have to be set forth in order to proceed against an individual, to use the power of the state against an individual, once you do that, do you think that you could bear up under what Donald Trump has just gone through for the last five years? Do you think you could even bear up if somebody kicked your door in at nine o'clock in the morning because of what was gotten off your iPhone or your smart appliance or your Nest Wi-Fi alarm system or smoke detectors or your laptop, and you were dragged out of your home as, by the way, several of Trump's associates have been, both who worked for his administration and who've been associated with him in business, do you think you could withstand what they would do to you? Do you think you would be terrified? Do you think you could call a lawyer? What if they said you couldn't call a lawyer? Because that's part of due process. You have a right to counsel. Today, Donald Trump invoked his Fifth Amendment right not to testify in a deposition. There are an awful lot of people in this country who think that that means he's guilty because he invoked what is his constitutional right not to incriminate himself. It was the smartest thing he could have done today because the people who are out to get him and have been out to get him since 2016, they're trying to get him now. The attorney general from the Southern District of New York is after him. They're after him in Georgia. They're after him from the federal level. The January 6th committee is after him. Now, supposedly under the auspices of the National Archive, the FBI is after him. How many people could sustain what he's been through? I can't think of anyone. I still can't figure out how he has managed to do it. And this isn't about Trump. It's about what's been done to him and how it's been done to him and the lies that have been told that have been sold as true. The Russia hoax didn't happen. Everything that was alleged turned out to be fraudulent. If anything, Hillary Clinton and her campaign and the law firm of Perkins Coy conspired to cause that falsehood to be spread. Peter Strzok, Lisa Page made sure from the FBI that it got traction. James Comey lied to the president and told him he wasn't under suspicion. It goes on and on and on. What it has done is made us not trust public figures, not trust the FBI, not trust our federal agencies. I did a podcast just recently, it might have been the last one, on 
not misinformation and not disinformation, because those are all nice words for lies. Today, Joe Biden gave you one. Today, he said he prided himself. There was zero inflation this month. In the, I'm sorry, in the month of July, zero inflation. Well, all they did was redefine how inflation is calculated, how it's determined, just like they did with the word recession, just like they did with the word vaccine. They changed the definition in order to include the mRNA vaccines because they weren't really vaccines. They didn't prevent disease. They changed the definition of recession because they don't want to have a recession in advance of a midterm and then a presidential election. And today he redefined what inflation was by saying there wasn't any because from the month before, from June until July, while some prices went up, other prices went down for a net inflation of zero. But it's the first time in the history of the world that inflation was calculated month to month. It's calculated year to year. So it's calculated where was it last July and where is it this July? That's how you calculate inflation. It's year over year. It's not month after month. And it's at 8.5%. It was at 9.3, I think, last last month. It's at 8.5. And what's worse, they try to calculate now inflation without including two things, food and fuel. Well, where do you and I spend most of our money in terms of everyday expenditures? It's food and fuel. So if you look at eggs or you look at milk or you look at gasoline or you look at anything in the supermarket, cereal, they're up anywhere from 16 to 35%. You know that. You go shopping for food. Don't tell me and for heaven's sake, don't let them tell you that what is true is a lie and what is a lie is true, that up is down and down is up and inside out is outside in. Don't allow them to do it anymore. And I said this on the last podcast because what has happened, I think even worse than actually what they're doing and what I said about due process and what I said about their their tendency to, excuse me, not their tendency, their habit of redefining things so that they're not accused of things they don't want to be responsible for. The worst thing that has happened is that we've lost trust in the people and the organizations and the institutions we used to trust. And I can tell you, after being a divorce attorney for 15 years, the most difficult thing to overcome in a relationship is a breach of trust. It's almost an unbridgeable chasm that remains once it happens. It's very rare that that is able to be repaired. Well, we have a relationship with our government and the government has a relationship with us. We don't trust the government anymore. We don't trust the politicians. We don't trust the news media, the fourth estate, right, that is supposed to keep everybody else in check. They're completely corrupted. We don't trust them. We probably, as a general statement, don't trust the medical community anymore. And I don't think we trust a whole lot of corporate America and certainly the tech world, the corporate tech world. So where are we? Where are we with all of this breach of trust? They forced us into masks. They forced us into isolation. They forced us to take experimental vaccines. 
They are forcing us again and again and again to live by perverse rules and distortions of reality that are keeping them in power. 87,000 new IRS agents are coming to enforce you and to force you. They are coming to make sure because they are going to be weaponized as has been the IRS generally, now 87,000 more agents, they are coming to bear force upon the average American, not the uber wealthy, the average American. And they're going to weaponize it in the sense that they're going to go after people whose politics don't support the current regime. And it is a regime because if you look at what they've done, you know, everyone said Donald Trump was a dictator. It's almost comedic because he didn't use force. He didn't call in the military. I think only once in the entire administration, and I think it was with the consent of the governor in the state in which he did. And look at what Joe Biden has done. We're still negotiating with Iran to try to resurrect the Iran deal. Yesterday, there was release of a document indicating that the Red Guard in Iran has put out a death warrant on Mike Pompeo and John Bolton, both of whom served in the Trump administration. The Biden administration is negotiating to try to plead with the Iranians to come back into a deal, to plead with a country that has put out assassination orders on two of our public officials, one of whom may be running for president in 2024. If ever there was a dictator, and not a very conscious one either, it's this president who has weaponized agencies and is blatantly using them against American citizens. How did it happen? We forgot to stay conscious. We forgot to stay conscious enough to realize that freedom was slipping away. And like the whale who can only remain semi-conscious for a finite period of time before he has to, she has to take another breath. We're running out of time to become conscious around what's being done to us. I want to learn from nature. I often look out at nature for wisdom. I walk in nature. I try to align with nature because I think it works, nature. It has a lot of innate, inherent wisdom. This is a real opportunity to learn from the whales. Get conscious, everyone. Take a breath and then use it. Use your voice. Use all the power you have as a human to put your foot down and say, no more usurpation of my freedom, of my liberty. No more. Because if we don't, like the whale, it will be too late to take the next breath. Thanks for listening. I'm Carol Gold. I'll be back here again on Friday. And until I am, by all means, please think for yourself. Carol thanks you for spending your valuable time with her. It is her mission to empower you to remember how smart and capable you are. Be sure to check out Carol's website, carolgold.com. That's Carol with an E, gold.com please leave a review and subscribe here so you'll be alerted to Carol's next podcast. Until then, above all else, remember, it's time to think for yourself.